Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Padres Podcast, which is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day for Tuesday, July 7th. My name, as always, of course, is Javier Reyes, your host of this here Lockdown Padres Podcast. Check out and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres, or my personal account, which is at Javapeno. That's spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. And if you feel so inclined, hit me up on there with any questions, comments, or concerns you might have, as well as the Gmail, which is LockdownPirates at gmail.com. And I'll do my very best to answer them right here on the show. Might even do a big old mailbag. Might do one of those again. Maybe one more before the season starts. Who knows? Today's episode is also, guys, brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. And everyone, let me tell you, today's episode... It's a good one. Rock Auto would be proud. Everyone would be proud, I'd say. Because today's episode is a debate. It is a special, dramatic debate. Me, Stacy Gatsoulias, AJ Andrews, we're talking who will have the better career. Fernando Tatis Jr. or Gleyber Torres. It's a debate. It is a battle of Shakespearean proportions. AJ is the moderator, of course. She kind of heads things off and whatnot. It's a really fun discussion, guys. We get into the, the nitty and gritty, the details that you want, and it's a ton of fun. So without further ado, let's go. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to a special debate. Today we are discussing young shortstops in the league. Who is going to be the best one? and who will have the greatest career. I'm your moderator for this debate, AJ Andrews of Locked On Blue Jays, because I wasn't invited to the table. But we have two debaters here who are really ready to go to bat for their respective shortstops in one corner, representing the West Coast faction of this debate and the host of Locked On Padres, Javier Reyes. Welcome, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. All right. That's enough for opening comments. <laughs> and representing the kind of East Coast, not my East Coast, but still very much East Coast. We'll give it to her. Representing the Locked Eye Yankees podcast, Stacey Gotsoulias. Welcome. Thank you for having me. See, that's what I like. Two, like one sentence. <laughs> Remember that for this debate. So... You both represent podcasts for teams who arguably have the brightest young shortstop coming up in the major leagues. And you can both thank Chicago teams for that, by the way, because you neither of you drafted them. (laughs) You both got them in trades with the White Sox and the Cubs, respectively. So good work, Windy City. Good work. But anyway, we are here to debate the merits of... Glaber Torres and Fernando Tatis Jr. I understand you both have prepared statements of initial support for your candidates. Javier, go first. Um, let's be honest, guys. Uh, who wants to root for a Yankee anyway? Uh, Fernando Tatis <laughs> is the future of baseball in a lot of different ways. You just watch them. People who don't even follow the Padres, they know who Fernando Tatis is. Glaber Torres, eh, they're like, oh, yeah, he's just another guy that's pretty good or whatever on the Yankees. Cool. You know, where's the fun in that? Fernando Tatis should also be the president. Everything, I think he should be the the, the team coach. Whatever he wants, 
He is the future of the league. And I'm going to explain why today on this uh, debate. Stacy, a rebuttal. Um... Um, yeah, no, I, I don't have an opening statement. How do I, I can't even defend that because who's going <laughs> to even listen to me because I'm a, a Yankee podcaster. Like, this is just totally one-sided. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm not letting my hatred of the Yankees get in the way of a fair and impartial decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I promise. I forgot about I'm, that. I'm Canadian. I have to be neutral. Okay, that was my opening statement. I don't really have one. Excellent. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So in determining who is going to be the better shortstop in the future, there are several factors that we need to look at. I don't have any notes in front of me because I'm just sitting on my bed with a laptop. So um, Javier, would you like to present a more defined case for Fernando Tatis Jr.? Uh, AJ, I'd love to have the opportunity to do so. Okay. Well, then you have so, permission. <laughs> thank you. Okay. So my first point that I'd like to bring up is the following. As I said, lambasting the, the pride, the pinstripe pride, they say, right, with the New York Yankees. Okay. So here's the thing. What's one thing that we know about one of these players? All right. What was that scandal that came out a few weeks ago or something like that? Right. Right. That the Yankees are cheaters. Right. So Fernando Tatis, he's not connected to that. We know for a fact he's not a cheater. He doesn't have to worry about, you know, oh, the there is base styling, base sign stealing accusations. Do you want a player who's part of that type of culture, who's part of the culture of cheating? We already saw what happened with the Astros. Nobody likes any of those players anymore. Fernando Tatis, there's nothing like it. The only thing that's been uh, happened around the Padres organization is that they were one of the first teams to agree to pay all their minor league staff and their whole organizational staff all the way through October. That's the only, oh yeah, what a bad thing, right? No, it's fantastic. That's the only like story we have about the Padres. Not so sure about the Yankees. Mr. Reyes, can I, can I remind you that you are using conjecture in order to support your candidate by tying them to teen culture as opposed to looking at their play on the field? This is 100% correct, AJ, and I stand by it. All right, just putting that out there then. <laughs> Stacy. Um, nothing actually came out about the sign stealing, really. It was all uh, fabricated and not proven yet. So let's not talk about that. Let's talk about Glaber Torres. He's unique. Out of thousands of men who've played professional baseball, he's the first Glaber. You type in Fernando at baseball reference and 10 names pop up. Though I will say in Tatis's favor, he has a song with his name in the title which is pretty cool. And if he played for the Yankees, I would reference that song constantly. But back to Glaber. It's fun saying his name. And for once, he makes me not want to strangle John Sterling. I actually like the It's Glaber Day call. It's fun. The fans like piping it in Twitter. Although I will say, like a good Glaber Torres is there, kind of makes me want to strangle him. <laughs> Very fair points about the nomenclature of the Yankee shortstop. And let's face it, Glaber is a lot more interesting than Derek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Javi, would you like to expand on this? Would you like to make an argument that maybe relates to Fernando Tatis's play on the field? Well, you see, let's just be honest, guys. Last year, the Padres, in a lot of different ways, they uh, 
well, they, they stunk it up. All right. They, they weren't seventh worst record in the league, I think. And they weren't, they just didn't have that oomph. Right. And here comes Fernando Tatis and just kind of excites everybody again. It's similar to uh, kind of give some praise to the Yankees for a second. It's kind of similar to the, the first year Gary Sanchez came up. Ex- this is a losing team. And all of a sudden, this star comes in, right? And he excites everybody again. He had like eight home runs in three games or whatever the, the nonsense was back then, right? And that's kind of what happened with Tatis. The only difference is that he does everything. He's good defensively. He's a great base runner. He hits for power. He hits for average. He gets on base. He kind of does it all. He's just a better example of what happens when a star rookie comes to the league. And it's for a team that, you know, people aren't always expecting a lot of. People don't talk about the Padres as much as they do about the Yankees, yet people are still familiar with Fernando Tatis. Stacy, would you like to respond? Glaber Torres murdered Gary Thorne last season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. Castro's 1-0 delivery to him. Torres drives that ball center field, hit deep. Going back near the wall. Wilkerson, maybe. Nope. Goodbye, home run. Get him out of there. Don't throw to him. I've never seen anything like Put it. Put up four fingers. I've never seen anything I mean, like it. He is just tearing the Orioles apart. He has 13 home runs against the Orioles, and that would shoot, that's what you want your players to do to crappy teams. You murder them. And he didn't only murder Orioles pitching. He murdered Gary Thorne. That man was a carcass walking around without a soul after the All-Star break. Who else in baseball can say that? No one. Glaber Torres. He's your man. Mm-hmm. That that's very strong words. Although I I would point out that in in a debate format such as this, probably not a good idea to admit to killing someone on air. <laughs> just 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 as an impartial observer looking at this. Can we can we just say though about the Gary Thorne thing that there was one call in uh Camden Yards where <laughs> home run like you kind of couldn't tell if it got over the right field, you know, the big wall in right field, and he just literally went, Gah! In the air to right field, Mancini going back on the ball by Torres, way back, up and <laughs> I don't even know. Goodbye, home run. I mean as the ball <laughs> that was the moment his soul was sucked out of his body <laughs> i i will com- i will confirm it it is as someone who has to watch Gleber torres against her team a fair bit it it is always a matter of just just don't don't kill us this time please hit a hit a double i'm fine with a double just hit that but sadly, Glaber cares not for the feelings of mere mortals. So you have both presented your cases. What I is actually, it about? I actually have one more case to present, if I may. You may. I will allow okay. it. You'll allow it? Okay. So I should have brought this up before. Not going to lie. Maybe I'm not the most experienced debater in the world. It's fine. It happens, right? Here's my strongest points. All right. We all are familiar with Star Wars, correct? We learned in the hit movie, The Rise of Skywalker, that unlike The Last Jedi, it's all about lineage. That's what determines how special you are, okay? That is the lesson of that movie. You don't got any powerful parents? Too bad. You're worthless, right? That's what The Rise of Skywalker did. And I, for one, agree. And you know why I agree? Because Fernando Tatis, unlike Labor Torres, 
Fernando Tatis Sr., he was a baseball player. And in fact, not just any baseball player. He's one of the only ones ever to have a record like this. He hit two grand slams in the same game. That lineage, that power coming from his father, right? The blood the, the, that's being passed down, the DNA that's being passed down. I don't think Gleyber Torres' parents were Major League Baseball players. Maybe they played a little bit, but whatever. As we learned in the hit movie, The Rise of Skywalker, that had no problems whatsoever and was fantastic. Definitely great. It was definitely a great movie, guys, no doubt. Lineage means a lot, and Fernando Tatis has that. I don't think Gleyber Torres does. I rest my case. Interesting. Now, I will allow you both the opportunity to try and pick apart your opponent's arguments for why they feel their shortstop is primed to have the better career overall. And Stacey, I will allow you to go first on this one if you would like to attack Fernando Tatis Jr. Um, I don't want to attack Fernando Tatis Jr. <laughs> I really don't. Because, I, because of him being on the Padres, I don't really hear much about him, no offense, because of the whole East Coast bias thing. I... I think, I know this is not how a debate goes, but I think both players will have good careers. I'm not sure which one will have a better career because as Javi said before we even started this, one guy's played about half a season, the other guy's played two seasons. And you can't really get I, I, I have no such recollection of this. Yeah. Um, and in the case of Fernando having lineage, maybe Glaber will be the one that starts the lineage and maybe he will have a child who plays as well or maybe mm. better than him in the future if the world is still here and if baseball is still being played. That's true. Although I did like your little subtle jab about not knowing or hearing much about Fernando Tatis Jr. No, For someone who didn't want to attack, <laughs> that was a very no. well-cloaked dagger. See, no, that's not even a See everyone, that's this is how Yankees fans are. This is no, how no, they no. go. That's a baseball <laughs> media problem, honestly, <laughs> when you think about it. Because there are all these guys that I don't really know about because you don't hear about them. And you want to hear about players like Fernando Tatis Jr. You know, yeah, that is true. Well, I'm not being mean in this debate. I, I was, I was giving you a compliment. I, I don't know. Uh, Javi, would you like to offer a dismantling of Glaber Torres's chances of being successful? Well, here's the thing, man. I mean, we've seen players like this before. Oh, he hits a couple home runs. Oh, yeah. Uh, great. All right. Good player. I'm not saying he's, he's, you know, the worst or anything like that. He's good. What can I say? It's, it's, it must be really hard hitting that many home runs in Yankee Stadium. It's, it's definitely a, a pitcher's park, you know. But I think, you know, I'll, I'll be nice just a little bit. Glaber Torres does have that excitement factor. I feel like he definitely has, while maybe not as crucial, I would say, to the Yankees' success, to a degree, because I do feel like they have more players on that team that have been uh, have provided for them, right? It's not like, you know, I mean, look at them last year. They had, like, their half their team hurt, and they still yeah. were amazing, right? Yeah. So with, with, with Tatis, I feel like it's more like this guy could really be one of the players that really rejuvenates the whole team, while Gleyber Torres is just a very important cog in the Yankees' machine. But I do give him credit, though. I have to admit, that whole home run streak and the fact that you know, I get home from school or when I'm at school because I go to I went to school in New Jersey, for those who don't know. You know, people are watching this Glaber f- fever and they're like, he hit another home run. So there is something exciting to that. I must admit, I will give him that. But I just think it's not as good as Fernando Tatis Jr.'s excitement. OK, I feel I've heard enough from both sides to render a verdict. Would either of you like to make a closing statement before I do so? 
my closing statement is that uh, this was all a, a great character that I was playing. And I think that I won. This character is victorious. This character that I play never <laughs> loses. And we're going to see that in the end result. Stacy. Oh, I already knew I was losing going into this because I'm debating about a Yankee. <laughs> Again, so presumptuous. I mean, no, I I, you don't think I can be impartial? You don't think I can look past my Yankee bias and try to make a fair decision in this argument? No. <laughs> Thank you for the vote of confidence, Stacy. I will take this into consideration when I pass my final verdict here in a second. Sorry, just a second, guys. We gotta take a second to talk to you about rockauto.com. Do I know jack about cars? Nope. But what I do know is that rockauto.com is very important because it's very helpful and super awesome and fantastic. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? It doesn't make any sense. Come on now. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. So, you both have made compelling arguments for your shortstops, and I admire the passion and knowledge that you have displayed here today. But when it comes down to the case of Glaber Torres versus Fernando Tatis Jr. for the title of Crown Anointed Prince Shortstop of Baseball, a title I just made up, there can be Pretty only great. one winner. Thank you. There can be only one winner in this debate, and that is Beau Bichette. <laughs> Beau Bichette is, is going to be a superstar. You want power, you go to Glaber Torres. You want average, you go to Fernando Tatis Jr. You want both, you go to Beau Bichette because he can provide you both. And I have numbers because as fans of my Twitter feed will know, I've been simulating the season. So here are the numbers for the respective shortstops. Glaber Torres is currently batting 271 with 24 home runs in 85 games for the Yankees this season. He has a war of 2.3. Fernando Tatis Jr. is batting 306 with 16 home runs and 55 RBIs and a war of 3.9. Bo Bichette offers the best of both worlds because he's batting 296 with 18 home runs and a war of 3 point two he combines the best aspects of both shortstops in one beautiful luxurious hair flowing package and you want to talk lineage javi how about the lineage of this fernando tatis has a career number of 113 home runs bo's daddy dante doubles that to 274 with a 299 batting average you want lineage bo has it and he's surrounded <laughs> 
by the lineage on that team. He combines the best of both players, and that is why Bo Bichette wins this debate. And frankly, I'm insulted that he wasn't included in the first place. What? This is this is this is preposterous. Ah, <laughs> uh, bask in the glory of my heel turn. I will say <laughs> that was great. Has All Star Hall of Fame hair. It's beautiful. Mm. It's cool. I am. Mm. Like, I'm jealous. No, yeah, me too. I, was <sighs> I have to admit, I'm pretty jealous, jealous too. Jealous. I have to admit. Yeah, because I'm... As you someone know, I'm, who has absurd hair, uh, I wish my hair could be absurd in a good way. Yeah, I don't have <laughs> absurd hair. I'm 75% Greek and Italian. You would think I would have a luxurious mane on my head, but no, the luxurious mane is on my legs instead of my head. So I'm jealous <laughs> of both of them. Yeah. Yeah, Scottish descendant. I know. I know that pain. But no, I'm glad we could come to a fair and impartial decision in this debate. I'm happy I was able to serve in this role as moderator and guide everyone present and the fans as well to the proper decision that brings this debate of crown crown prince future shortstop. I forget the title I even said. Whatever. <laughs> that brings this debate to a close. It is now time for plugs. Javi, would you like to plug things? Yeah, of course. You guys are listening to the Locked On Padres podcast right now. Keep listening to it. Subscribe. It's great. Sometimes. Maybe not all the time. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But it's it's still pretty great. And you can follow me on Twitter. That's at Javapeno. And uh, yeah, the Locked On Padres account is at LO underscore Padres. Really good stuff. I thought this would be fun to do. And AJ, of course, was a fantastic moderator. And Stacy was, of course, uh, easily defeated by my just incredible knowledge <laughs> and Star Wars references. Uh, for the record, I just want to put it out there. I hate The Rise of Skywalker. That was a bit. I, I, gonna, I hate I, that movie. Uh, I was going to say, I'm like, um, no one really liked that movie. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how are you defending so that? I know, that was, that was the bit. Hey, you got to do anything for the bit. I had to find a way to, to make the Nick <laughs> Patties win. And I honestly forgot and, about it. And I you just made my argument better. I know. I totally forgot about that. Because I made my points like weeks ago. Or not weeks ago. <laughs> whenever I first came up with this. Whatever it was. Maybe it was weeks yeah. ago. And I was like, oh, I got it. I got an idea. I'm going to go into a character where I defend that movie. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, AJ, yeah, you can come on the show and talk about Boba Chet. I totally forgot. <laughs> I played it to my own demise. You never, you never suspect the Canadian when, you know, we just get in there. We're smiling like, hey, how's it going? Want a beer? And then boom, <laughs> we lower the drop. It's how we roll up here Absolutely. in the north. Stacy, would you like to promote some things? Um, well, I'm the host of Locked On Yankees. You can find us at Locked On Yankees, all one word on Twitter. You can find me at Stace Scotts. I don't only talk about baseball. I talk about a lot of other nonsense if you want to follow me there. And uh, this was interesting. Now I know how to debate properly. That's good. So if I ever have to do another one, I know exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't judge all debates on what I run here. Like I said, I'm I'm basically like like the biggest inspiration was me watching SNL skits on the debate. Mm. So right. so take hey, it and whatever as you it's will. whatever you need to use, you know. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and if anybody's everyone's listening right now, I thought this was a fun thing. If you guys want to hear more, just message me. 
uh, and I'll <laughs> try and come up with different ways. But really, my my grand goal is to have every host on the podcast, even though they're not connected to the Padres. I, I think I've done pretty decent so far, <laughs> like just uh-huh. finding a way to connect to every team. Now I got Blue Jays, I got Yankees. Or Stacey's been on the podcast <laughs> before, actually, so everyone go check that out. That was back before, you know, the, the COVID times. When yeah. We just happily, when <laughs> and, we were just happily discussing our favorite reactions to the Astros scandal from players. <laughs> in, in the long, oh, long ago, during the before times. During yeah, the before times, that's ago. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. And since it's only fair that the moderator gets to say some things too, uh, for those of you who are hearing me for the first time, yes, this is my actual voice. And you can hear it on the Locked On Blue Jays podcast. You can follow it on Twitter and Facebook at Locked On Jays. You can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are in there because Twitter is dumb. <laughs> and you can subscribe to Lock On Padres, Locked On Yankees, Locked On Blue Jays, wherever you get fine podcasts, be it Google, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Himalaya, Bothering Your Neighbor, however you get podcasts. You can subscribe and make sure you get all three of us in your inbox whenever you so desire. Anyway, that brings this debate to a close. Javier, Stacey, thank you so much for allowing me to be here and help settle the score. Although I'm not really sure we settled anything. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to settle score. It is true that I definitely said right before we started recording that, you know, one player has played two seasons. The other one has played basically half a season. <laughs> <laughs> and yet still Bo Bichette won. Who would have thought? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, that's what you're saying. I mean, you know, there's no bias there. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, I mean, come on. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, everybody. That about does it for today's edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast, the only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves. Remember to subscribe to the pod wherever you get your podcast from, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever, like we were saying before, but I always say my outro myself anyway, so I wanted to do this, follow the show myself on Twitter, and stay tuned for this week. We got plenty of cool episodes coming up, and uh, a lot of interesting guests. A lot of interesting guests. It's, it's good times are rolling, guys. Good times are rolling. And also, if you guys would do me a favor and tell your smart devices to play Locked On MLB, hosted by my man Sully, he's doing great. And I can imagine with the news that's happened over the past couple days and past few hours, honestly, at the time of this recording and me doing this, he's got a lot to say about the MLB and Mr. Rob Manfred. He's a really good ranter, guys. Trust me. I love listening to him every time he does it. So go check that out. And until next time, stay safe and, of course, stay faithful, my Friar Faithful homies. Take care.